When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in five, four, three, two, one. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Champ TV. Good to be with you. Hope this finds you doing well. Hey, have you have you seen the uh, the latest controversy at the Olympics there, Tom? Uh, I know you haven't. Is it uh, about the steel mill that looks like a nuclear power plant? No, it's about uh, Camilla Velyaveva, the Russian uh, figure skater. So this is kind of funny how quickly this was all deduced. Just as an aside, i got to give you a little Olympic update, buddy. Uh, Please do. Okay, so. Show me your rings. The the conclusion of the uh, team figure skating competition happened already. I know you missed it. I know you're devastated that you missed the team figure skating competition, but it's over, Tom. There's no going back, buddy. And uh, 48 hours after they were originally scheduled to uh, to get their, uh, to have the victory ceremony where, you know, the medals are handed out and all that good stuff. They haven't done it. They haven't done it. They haven't, and people are like, what, what the hell are we doing here? What, what's going on? I'm, re- I'm ready for the medal ceremony. But it's uh, it's looking like more and more they, they will not get this resolved before the end of the games. And the reason is because... Um, she's not the, Russian. Well, she is Russian, oh. which means by definition she's on illegal drugs. Uh, so if, if you're an athlete. Right. That's why there's still the ROC, which is stupid, but that's the penalty is you don't get to fly the flag. So the medal ceremony was delayed because of a positive drug test within the Russian team. Now, the officials have told, uh, that the, uh, have been told that the athlete involved was a minor, so they won't say who it is. There's one minor on the Russian (laughs) team figure skating team, so we know exactly who it is, and it is the aforementioned Camila Belyaveva, and um, and she says it like that, and and so anyhow, she was the gold medal favorite for the individual figure skating event. So now, now we don't know. It's up in the air, and I know we're all hanging on the edge here, waiting to see if this is going to get resolved. But this is what I was going to tell you: How committed is Russia 
Russia's committed in a way that Florida State University needs to be committed. I'm so proud of Russia. They they refuse. They refuse. You know what format we're on? (laughs) Hold on a second. Everybody will get down with this. They refuse to let their athletes work hard, utilize proper nutrition, train on a daily basis, pursue their dreams without the added enhancement of illegal drugs. They want to give their athletes every opportunity, and they go above and beyond the rules in every Olympic event, every international event, every event period. If a Russian is competing in something, they're on steroids in everything they do. Yeah, they don't sip vodka. They're not fooling around in Russia. Oh, the games are coming up? Grab that 15-year-old figure skater and let's pump her full of steroids so that we can maybe win. Not really required there. Victor, we don't have to do that. There's no real reason for us to do that. Oh, yes, there is. We have the drugs. Let's use them. It is a Russian tradition. This is what we do. We cheat our ass off in any international sport, and we certainly do it if it's the Olympics. We are not having your rules, sir. Screw your rules. Every one of our athletes, including 14 14 and 15-year-old skaters, figure skaters, what? they're not having it. And I, I just ask that Florida State football gaze upon that football field, which the last four years have seen nothing but losing seasons, and say, this will not stand, man. We have access. We can enhance our athletes' efforts as they work to fulfill their childhood dreams of winning an abundance of football games. And we are going to go the extra mile. We're going to emulate Russia. And we're going to make sure that our athletes absolutely are prepared to compete at the highest level. Well, the tight end room could use uh, Oh, my God. So if we get a guy named Kaprizov oh, that's going to play tight in. end for us. I love him. Yeah. Can't wait. He's a starter. We're in the money. Day one. He's a little chippy. So I, I'm just telling you, there's not an Olympic or international event that goes by where I don't think, look at Russia. They play for keeps. They are here. Oh, no, you took my medal. <laughs> you don't think we're just going to tell people we won it anyway? 15 years old, think about that. Governing bodies such as the IOC and International Skating Union are obviously... Notably upset. But they can't say they're shocked. I mean, they can't act surprised. There was a Russian. She was competing. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many times in a row are we going to have the Olympics in which (laughs) Russian athletes get caught? They're just not good at not getting caught. They've got it. They need to call Lance Armstrong. That's correct. They need to call Lance Armstrong who somehow was able, despite really, really going all in at the highest levels of cheating, to avoid getting caught through seven Tour de France. I mean, that's a lot of time to be cheating and not get caught. These guys get caught across the board in every event they compete in. Every time the Olympics happen, shortly after they start, there's a story about Russian athletes in mass getting caught for using performance-enhancing drugs. It's, it's clockwork. 
That's why in Rocky Four, when Drago gets the the shot, you that know, is like, not you know pro American cinema. No. That that's a documentary. That's what's going on here. It's a it's a doping test that they caught her with here is what they say. They can't comment because again she's a minor, but she's the only minor on the team and she's the world's best figure skater, so we gotta know who it is. That's just that's rich, man. That's rich. And I also think that Russia does a good job. Again, let's note what they don't do well and what they do do well. They do do a very good job of providing illegal performance-enhancing drugs to their athletes. They did exceptional work across the board. Everybody has access to the latest. It's unbelievable. What they don't do well is mask those drugs when tested at the Olympics because they always get caught. That's yeah, with Lance. Okay, let's go over masking agents. <laughs> what? the first part of the call. What? I mean, Masking agents. Yeah, I mean, I, this story, it cracks me up. There's, and I, I want to keep going down this road because nobody cares. I just think it's funny. I mean, they just don't stop. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, that, that, listen. They're the, they're the ROC yeah, because of the yeah. doping stuff. It's the best. I mean, I love it. At some point, they throw caution to the wind. <laughs> now, listen, if we're going to do this, I'm going to demand that we're all in, all of us. Every year. Does college football test for steroids? I don't think so. You never hear a story where it's like, oh, no, they lost their linebacker for two weeks because he was popped for PEDs. No, I don't in think the they, NFL happens all the time. I don't, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I mean, they, they, for years they were really worried about whether or not you smoked marijuana. But uh, roids, have at it. Which is my point. Why aren't we not having at it? Let's go. We could even get one of the figure skating, uh, you know, nutrition nutritionists. If you don't need a masking agent, who cares? We're spending a lot of time these days talking about the off the field personnel, analysts, those that enhance your staff. Mike, reach out to Russia. It's okay. Find the guys that know the guys with all the stuff. And unlike Russia, competing in international games and the Olympics. We're not getting tested around these parts. The NCAA doesn't have a real bite. So we just, let's get to. We are so excited to announce our new head trainer, Helga Ulanov from Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine? Ukraine? Yes. 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 Okay. Ukraine. And she's got as much body hair as Robin Williams. It's great. Um, it's great. It's, it's also predictable, just as an aside. Questions for Helga. You come from a rich tradition of uh, athletic training. Are you going to bring some of those same ideals with you to Florida State University? I come and from Ukraine. The met oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Helga. Uh, similar methodologies. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good hire, Mike. Good hire, Mike. Ukrainian methods. <laughs> Good Helga. hire, Mike. Oh, boy. That's just too fun and it's too easy. Props tomorrow on the Jeff Cameron show. I haven't bet any yet today for the Super Bowl. I'm not. I, I, you I, didn't take. Wait a minute. You didn't play your touchback. I did play that like a week a week ago when it first came out. I couldn't find it this week. Yeah, I couldn't find it again because I was going to double down and see if there were. I was going to like pass it out to people and be like, "Hey, here's a link." There was no, no distribution. No. The. Uh, 
again, what I talked about last hour, which is the uh, success of um, prize picks and the promo code. Get on it, guys. War chant. Use it. Get down with prize pick. Props all day. You're going to make money. Just listen to yours truly. Promo code Helga Ulanov. <laughs> Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show brought to you by orange theory fitness two tallahassee locations midtown on thomasville road and north side in the village common shopping center online at orangetheoryfitness.com just a bit we will solve for the future with our friends at isf in fact today i've got a very very specific example of uh the the great work and the partnerships that isf um have uh not only forged but also helped out with and 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 i can give you specific examples of their successes uh right now I want to do this because I want to talk about a long-standing partner of the Jeff Cameron Show, and that would be our friends at T-Spark Enterprises. And I mentioned it yesterday. I'll mention it again here today. Uh, some roofing companies, they like to tell you they're the best in town with the best price around. Safety is their top priority and all that good stuff. They don't always have your best interest at heart. That's not true at T-Spark Enterprises, roofing and construction. Uh, they do things right. They do it the right way, the safe way. Employees undergo Routine safety training, consistently and constantly being educated on new techniques and new materials, becoming master metal applicators, uh, for example. Uh, if you're considering a new metal roof, long-lasting and durable, you're in luck. T-Spark Enterprises Roofing and Construction are the best in town at that, period. Call them today, 766-1340. Get a free quote today at tsparkconstruction.com. I'm excited. I've said it before. I'll say it again here that uh, opening day is not that far away because it means we will not have to talk about Florida State basketball anymore. That'll be good. Two weeks and one sleep. That'll do it. You excited about the Super Bowl? Yeah, I I, too. I can't get a grip on it. I, I heard you talking earlier, you know, at length about how when you want to pull the trigger on the Rams, then you think, well, is Joe Burrow going to be guy. that guy? And honestly, that's the storyline. It's enough. And the funny thing is. Even if the Rams' defensive line dominates the first two or three series, so what? As yeah. as long as they're not scoring touchdowns every possession going the other way, let's say it's ten to nothing to start the second quarter. Burrow's been sacked four times. Does that really matter all that much? Given the Tennessee example, the key at that point would be for Cincinnati's defense to step up and and get some stops. So I think this game is at least intriguing for a half, and it has a chance to be 
a good one in the second half, too. One of the reasons it has a chance to be intriguing uh, well into the second half, besides Joe Burrow's um, chutzpah, is the fact that uh, they do a very good job, Cincinnati does, of attacking the middle of the field. And the Rams are pedestrian at linebacker. And if you get the ball out of your hands quickly, and Joe can do that, and you utilize the middle of the field, I think you have a real opportunity uh, you know, to, to, to protect him, uh, to keep him from getting brutalized. Also, don't over or underestimate the job Cincinnati did after the nine-sack game against Tennessee uh, in coming back and allowing for the fact that they're not going to be able to consistently win one-on-one battles up front, and they really kind of changed their protections, and Joe was hit considerably less, I think sacked one time uh, in the follow-up game against Kansas City. So you, you saw the adjustments. The question is, and this is where I fear that it might not be interesting, you know, that defensive front for the Rams went up against the number one tackle in football in Trent Williams in the NFC Championship game. They're not facing that anymore, and Donald still was a big factor in the game. Mm-hmm. But now you're talking about if I double Donald – and they're not seeing Trent at left tackle, might they eat? Might Floyd eat might. and, and Von yeah. Miller? So, and, and if that's the case, then it becomes almost like last year's Super Bowl, which I forget who won that game, but mm. I just remember that a front four really, dominated. A, really quite one-sided that game. Yeah, yeah. Also, the injury to Ozoma, if I pronounce his he's name He's coming right. back. No, he's not. I think that, so. Yeah, the tight end? He's going to play? Yeah, it's a sprained MCL, not a, not a torn. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's a huge development for attacking over the middle of the field. He also blocks really well. He's a good blocking tight end, so that's important. Yeah, he said he's going to give it a go, and uh, I was looking yesterday. They talked about how there was no structural damage. It's, it's a bad sprain, and it's going to hurt. But, you know, look, I just got done doing a drug segment. I got drugs for that. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah, they don't test for painkillers in the NFL. I was going to say, my man, Tortall is a good thing here. If you're trying to play in a game in which maybe you have no business playing, there you go. There you go. You got the drug you need. Get out there, baby. Listen, I mean, it would take a lot. Like You play your whole life, like going all the way back to, say, peewee football for a lot of these guys because you someday want to be a professional football player. And if you want to be a professional football player, certainly you've dreamt of winning a Super Bowl. I mean, that's it makes all of the insane hours and sacrifices physically and socially and everything else that you have to go through. Um, you know, you, you want to achieve that, that goal, that ultimate goal. If you're a you're a game away, and there's no structural damage. Even I don't know, man. I think if if they told me, look, we're going to shoot you up. You won't feel the pain that you're currently feeling. There is a very good chance that over the course of the game, not guaranteed, but over the course of the game, let's just say there's a tenuous hold with your ACL. <laughs> We've got a problem here. There's a chance you take a shot. Or you run full speed, which you're going to have to do if you're tied in at some point. It could go. It could go. And uh, you're going to need surgery. And it's the Super Bowl. Shoot me up. Who's not signing up for that? You're going to play. Well, if I'm a, if I'm an undrafted free agent who is in a contract situation, then I think you'd at least have to be a human being. Consider that if I'm making the league minimum. And yeah, I've had this, I've yeah, had this amazing. Yeah, now, that's yeah. not the circumstance for this particular player. No, not at all. But that yeah, would be the I, one I time you. where I'd I say, I, yeah, the, yes, I'd like to win a Super Bowl. I'd also love for my grandkids never to want. And that's where I've got to make I my wouldn't decision. be thinking about my grandkids, but I would be. Th- <laughs> that's, man. I mean, they can fend for themselves, David. But, golly. God knows their, their father was off to a good start, thanks to me. Yeah. I just. Uh, it's not an awkward Thanksgiving conversation at all. <laughs> 
I would play. I, I think I think most of these guys would play. Almost all of them would really risk it all. I mean, golly, you're that close. You're right there. It's been a dream right. I mean, to play in a Super Bowl. And you can't let your teammates down either. I mean, you just went through all that with them to get here. Yeah, to get to this place. Uh, I think that the other side note here, interesting news just regarding the NFL in the last 24, 48 hours, it really does look like the Cardinals may be moving on from Kyler Murray. And I said, I mean, first of all, no in Tampa. No. Uh, correct. Oh, a resounding no. Uh, I've had uh, a jaundiced eye cast upon this player for some time, all the while admitting that there are moments in which he's the most exciting player on the field and has done some electrifying things. But the consistency of play and the frequency of injury is such that no thanks. That's a hard pass. I have no desire to hitch my wagon to Kyler Murray moving forward. I'd rather take a more pedestrian quarterback who's less exciting but has a long-term gain potential if you surround him with good players than the singular you know, dynamic element of Kyler so you're Murray. you're talking about Carr. Yes, who is above average but not great. He's an above-average quarterback. He's Who can get hot. He's, yeah. a, he's a good quarterback. Not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I'd rather have him. There are a lot of, I mean, let me let me ask you this question because it could come up. Would you rather have Kyler Murray or Jimmy G? Ooh. Ooh, that's a toughie. Well, I'd probably— The answer's Jimmy G. N- no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think the answer is Kyler because who is going to help you retain more talent? Jimmy G, nobody's re-signing for Jimmy G. But Jimmy G was this close to going to his second Super Bowl. I'm, you can win. You can win with Jimmy G. If you've got everything else. Uh, and the Bucks have a lot of things. Yeah, but you need a lot of the everything well, else to I don't want either to, one to, of these players, back. by the way. I don't want either one of these players. I, just, I think you've got a higher chance of retention with Kyler Murray. So at that point, you're creating a situation that Jimmy G could never walk into, which is you're loaded in a lot of places. Because Mike Evans apparently loves him some Kyler Murray. Social media, can't they can't stop talking about you know wanting to play Is together. that right? Yeah. So while that would suck, at least Mike would go to bat within yeah, the community of players Mike's to say. Mike's the back end of his career. I'm a... He keeps going, though. He took it to a He's new a level player. this year. He's a good player. He did. Uh, it wouldn't keep me from drafting Chris Olave. I'll tell you that because if yeah. he's there and there's a chance he will be, I'm taking him. Well, the question is, you've got in Tampa, you got problems in two two fifths of the offensive line, maybe three fifths. You like what you have in Kappa? Uh, sorry, not Kappa. Excuse me, Marpet and Werfs, of course. Mm-hmm. But then Jensen may or may not resign. Probably not, unless we're going to be a contender. Donovan Smith, ugh, I don't not, want not a great he can, final he can impression, and, and Kappa gone. So you need to I fill three fifths of the offensive line. Whatever you can do to keep Jensen, you got to do. Uh, a warrior, uh, a nastiness to his game. He's technically sound. He's getting better every year. Uh, yeah, I'd keep him. I'd find a way, and I, the others can go. Uh, I don't think we're going to re-sign Godwin. I think we're going to try. I don't think he's going to take less money. I think he's going to go. Well, now that Brady's gone, I think he's gone. Seeing those increasing reports, and it's all salacious rumor stuff, but from NFL insiders who were dialed in that are suggesting that Brady – didn't just retire because of family, but maybe the the Buccaneers' way got old for him. The, the Buccaneers, Buccaneers' way, the Buccaneers' way of doing things, might a little bit too relaxed of an atmosphere, and he didn't like the lack of oh. accountability. Multiple people reported. Schefter got uh, alluded to it. Uh, Bre- Albert Breer did. Um, Peter King did. Okay, I, I mean, just I find know, that interesting. I know they have to have something to report, but I mean, so. He hated the uptight, stiff, yep. over-the-top 
methodology in New England towards the end. He wanted to free himself up to have a personality and reveal more of it and pursue the off-the-field stuff that that allows for by engaging your personality. They win a Super Bowl. They win the division. They're this close from going to the NFC Championship game. Oh, but this isn't right either. Oh, come on. What? what, what? It's an interesting report. It's a, it's a silly thing. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's true or not. I... Either way, it's like, thanks, appreciate you. But there's some thought that maybe he might try returning with a different team, not this year, but maybe next. That it's it may not be over, over. I don't know. Okay. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. We'll solve for the future next with our partners at ISF. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network. Check out WarChant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's WarChant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. All right, welcome back to the Kevin Show. 93.3 Real Talk Radio, WarChant TV. What a glorious day. Get outside. Get outside. My God, what a glorious day we got going on here. I'm going to roll by Capital City Country Club if I can help it. I want to get out there with you soon. We were there yesterday. We were. Yeah, a little project we're working on. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Um, We do have the technology now. You know, used to say it in the old studios, mm -hmm. the FM dial, the one that might- To be able to go do the show outside? The one that's going to kill us with the black mold. And uh, you said, (laughs) I wish we had the technology. Well, we do now. We can. Speed of technology, this is the segment where we solve for the future, and we do so with our partners at ISF. This is kind of interesting, too, by the way. I want to give you some some real examples, real-world examples of how they help. And recently they conducted a fallout of the DEO Connect system, and that system's responsible for processing unemployment and reemployment assistance claims and all that stuff. And if you get a surge of usage... Uh, when, when COVID hit, like they did, um, you can find areas uh, of improvement. And they used ISF to help them do this. And um, a lot of times when, when you have that, um, you're looking to transition you know, to the cloud and scale up quickly to meet demand and do all of those things. And using ISF's, you know, ISF's people, process, and technology framework, they were able to do it. Uh, they modernized system components, um, you know, older technology does not always uh, talk well to newer technology. I know that only because I have to say to Tom all the time, this isn't working. And he says, turn it off and turn it back on. It's a bit more technically uh, well, I mean, like, complicated with ISF. You are older technology. <laughs> I'm getting older technology. And then Matthew helps with younger technology. It, it's the circle of life. Right. So this makes old systems slower. They're harder to update. So you update system components and allows for better user experience if you're thinking mobile integration, right? Improved uh, communication with other systems, improvements to data storage, and um, you you don't want to overlook security, of course, either. So a legislative budget request was developed by ISF for DEO, and recommendations were presented to and approved and fully funded by the Florida legislature with ISF's recommendations. DEO is prepared to face the future. So a good real-life example of what they do. How do we want to solve for the future? I think I gave that segment out early when we opened the hour. We solved for the future with steroids. Florida State's football team having an intimate relationship with steroids. Well, two things that I'm sure uh, the Russian community, if we'll stick with that theme, loves. Steroids, right? And then mm. briefcases full of, of currency. <laughs> I, just, I feel like 
of all the cultures in the world that really appreciates a good briefcase full of cash, that, that would be the Russians. We witnessed it. Not the briefcase, but no. those that would be in favor of. Oh, in Malibu? Mm. Oh, buddy. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. The, um, the people that they were with were 95 pounds because I think they were... Popped the, up on goofballs. Yes, and probably part of the trade that these men conducted in and made enough money to live in Malibu on. And then but some. that's not how you solve for the future, my friend. That's not how you solve no. for the future. No. No. Uh, I will answer this. <laughs> redirect. Yeah. I will say this is how you solve for the future. You bring in a whole bunch of people that throw 98 miles per hour or somewhere thereabouts, and apparently this Florida State baseball team has six or seven guys competing for the Sunday starter position, maybe more. That's how deep this roster is with arms. And when I heard that yesterday, that there is a legitimate battle with upwards of seven or eight guys potentially for the Sunday starter spot, I thought, my God, uh, that is an abundance of uh, an embarrassment of riches, if you will. And that's one way. But then they did the other thing. They went out and got people who uh, whose bat-to-ball skills uh, are a little bit more uh, consistent than yeah. last year's group that frequently did not put bat-to-ball. You're saying that their uh, batting average to balls put in play number <laughs> isn't like 10 instances that right, you're getting an right. average off of. <laughs> right. It might be a higher percentage <laughs> of instances where the baseball is in play. That's good. Ten instances. I, I, I like strikeouts. Yeah, yeah, it was in play ten times. Yeah. I, I think I heard a ping. I think he may have hit the ball. <laughs> what is that sound? Yeah. It's been years. Yeah, I know. I like I like instances where I see our awesome ball cap, and then the ball comes out the pitcher's hand, and there's a swing and a miss. It's called mm -hmm. a strikeout. Mm -hmm. I don't like it when, when the other team when does we it. are wearing yeah. batting helmets and we do so 17 to 20 times a game. We need to get better about that. Game's not watchable otherwise. Yeah, I think it will be. I think we're going to have a lot of fun, man. I, I'm really excited about going to the ballpark. You know, they doubled down uh, with on the on the Twitter feed there with all the uh, improvements to uh, to Hauser. They're trolling you. Oh, I mean, listen. Did the chain link uh, fence and chain link fence get done? No, but they they were showing that it's uh, you know it's it's prettier. It's it's a it's a prettier looking ballpark because the the painting is the paint is not faded to like this weird pinkish hue. Um, they, they, you know, we, Doke had that problem for oh, a long for time. For a long time, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just need to know if we're walking the corridors there, the uh, the stairwells of Hauser, that we feel safe. We feel like we're not in a back alley, standing water, bums waiting to shiv you. As you come around the corner and try to get a large Coke. <laughs> well, you're not leaving for a medium Coke if you're going to risk your life. You at least you need a large one to make the trip worthwhile. Yeah. Risk-reward. I'm going to be at a lot of games this year, buddy. I've made it I've made it my focus. I'm going to a lot of games this year. As long as that bat-to-ball thing's real. As long as we've seen balls. Not for, not for foul balls either. You know, like, you ball know, put in play. Between the lines. It's been... I, I got to look at the date. I want to know what the anniversary is of the time that many moons ago before all the netting was up like it is now where uh, I, I made a, a, an incredible catch of a foul ball while taking out this poor old woman. And it's like 25 years ago, 30 years ago now. Collateral damage. 
It was a long time ago, man. It was uh, mid-90s, I think. Maybe 94, 95. Uh, maybe even 93. But, you know, look, your head's got to be on a swivel back in those days. Foul balls found their way to the stands. The funny part was that they used to have a – the old-timers that go to games, which is everybody at Hauser, will remember what I'm talking about. Um, they had it – they wouldn't let you keep the baseballs. They didn't want you to be able to keep the baseballs, which I thought was nonsense. But I always wanted to catch one, and I was sitting kind of to the right of home plate in the back, and one came firing back. And this is when I made that play. I realized I, I was like a cat, Tom, back in those days. I leapt to make this play. This woman wasn't paying attention. Now, she could get mad at me if she wants to because, admittedly, there was an elbow to the cheek. But it not intentionally. Where was she? Now, I've heard this story before, but I forget. There are mm. so many stories like this where there yeah. are unfortunate circumstances mm. with yeah. bystanders. Yeah. But did you reach over to a different part of your section, or was she sitting next to you and it just was quick reaction? She was sitting probably... Uh, this was a midweek game, so it was not packed Hauser. It was it was doing all right, but she was probably the equivalent of four butts in seats away from me. Oh no, to the left, okay. to the left. But we were on the same row, not a different row. Yeah, yeah. no, but, but she would have got hit in the face if I wasn't there to save her life. So here's the deal. She well, she did anyway, six of one by an elbow, as opposed to a baseball off the side of the face. You got strong bows. Let me tell you, she wasn't paying attention. But even if she had been, she would have got an elbow to the face because I was going to catch that foul ball. And it came back. It meant something to me then. It was a long time ago. And I and I went over. Like I wouldn't care about catching a foul ball now, but I did back then. And I, I was able to reach over and make a lean, and ball came back, and my elbow caught the bridge of her nose and the side of her cheek as I made the catch. Now, it hurt like hell, by the way. That, I mean, I could feel the seams. You could see the seams in my hand. So I did not, after having sacrificed and been yelled at by an old woman, I was going to keep that baseball. I was not giving it back. But it took time for the ball girls in the stands to come running up and offer. They would offer you like a, a like a free drink or a free hot dog, some nonsense. They'd give you a little little you know. Here's a little ticket. Go get yourself some cracker checks. You know you don't want. So I was like, no, no, I don't want all that. I want the ball. And so I, I hope that's what they said. Look, get, go get you some Cracker Jacks. Yeah, here's a little ticket. Here's, here's a little, a little ticket. Go get, go get you some Cracker, cracker jacks. jacks. That's what I would say. Yeah. Hold your ball. hand out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, give me the ball. Hey, kid, go get you some Cracker Jacks. So I, uh, I, I, I hid the ball underneath my right hamstring and sat on it, acted like I didn't know where the ball was. Now everybody knew I caught the ball. And the girl came up, and she was like, uh, did, you, did you catch a baseball? She was sheepish. And I went, no, 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 no. You pounced on the opportunity. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't catch it. She's like, you didn't. Now, she knows this is one of those awkward moments. She knows I'm lying. And I know I'm lying. And we're just looking at each other. It's a stare down. I was like, nope, didn't, didn't catch one. Isn't this awkward? We're just sitting there. She's not going to go to war for them. It's baseball. She doesn't care. You know, but she asked again. My buddy Steven was there. He's laughing. I'm like, nope, didn't catch it. Didn't catch we it. We have video of the incident on Warchant TV, but the standoff. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we just sat there looking at each other. That's all it was. And then, uh, just like that, she walked away, and I had my baseball. And I still have it. 
You do. I do have it. It's it would have my... been awesome if you're like, and here it is. No! Look at this, oh, everybody. I, I wasn't prepared for that. It's behind but your ear. I still. <laughs> I do still have the baseball. In fact, it's in my son's room. Yeah, I have it. I've, I've had that baseball for a very long time, twenty-eight or so years. It's been. <laughs> that's, it was a hell of a catch, Tom. I wasn't giving the ball back. Normally, these days, I'd be like, ah, oh, here you go. But, you know, what are you going to do? Or find a kid. The lady was mad, and I had to talk her off the edge, and I did say to the lady, not the not the, the lady who's like, here's your ticket for Cracker Jacks, but the, the old woman. I said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to hit you in the face, but, I mean, the ball would have. And I was trying to justify that whole situation. I mean, I think there's some legitimacy to what I did, but she didn't want to hear of it because she was, she was shook. Well, yeah, where's the Alonzo morning animation? Yeah. That, she'd be like... Well, well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She would have, right, right. No, it would have careened right off her face. I made a play. I mean, it was a good play. I'll never try. I mean, man, it hurt. First hockey game I ever went to in the Thunderdome, 1995, I think. And uh, a lady got hit in the neck with a puck. She had got, she's taken out on a stretcher. What, she killed her? No, no, it would have made the papers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she can <laughs> take it out. I'm like, what is this sport? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was at a game where somebody got hit, but there have been some real tragedies in hockey that we need not bring up because that's heartbreaking. That's why there is netting yeah, now. They waited too long. They did. I mean, that is uh, that's a toughie. And you can see right through it. There's really no problem. It, when I remember we had season tickets the year before and the year after the net went up and because of a tragedy. And I thought, oh, this is going to be awful because we, we sit high mm. above behind the net. So yeah. we're thinking, oh, no, this, these seats are ruined. They were fine. You don't even see it after about. It's uh, true you know, of baseball, by the way. The netting that's been extended in baseball was for a long time, uh, you know, the, the root of a lot of consternation. People did not want that, and I remember thinking, "Yeah, that that could be that could be. I mean, it could disrupt sight lines. That'll be a problem." And then they did it, and I was like, "That's not a problem at all." Yeah, focal points are a hell of a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. No, nobody's bothered by it at all, and they they've extended it now at almost every major league park to to like a ridiculous level. Yeah. Like out in the parking the lot. Yeah, you're like, what are we doing here? Oh, it's the netting from the, yeah. Chef Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. All right, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. <laughs> Got you nervous. I love Cypress Hill. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love Cypress Hill, but you can't you play. You'd do anything for Cypress Hill. You'd risk anything you for can't Cypress Hill. You can't play a lot of Cypress Hill, uh, but I love Cypress Hill. <laughs> that point was not a warning. That was like, yeah. I was like, here we go, yeah. baby. Let's get it on. No, yeah. <laughs> The old school folks who who are down with my Cypress Hill love will know that we had to exit that song pretty quickly. I'm gonna check that in the pod just to hear what I think I heard. No, that's good. I well the the, the first part he says uh, this here is another one of them funky. Oh, that, Cypress, that's that's important. Funky Cypress Hill joints, and then we're gonna hear some things that you can't hear on radio. So doesn't take long. Doesn't take long. Boy, when is that wall gonna come down? You know. What are we it, doing? It has to some extent. I mean, you know, when I first started in radio, I got yelled at for saying damn. 
<laughs> We've come a long way. Yeah, I know. Want to hear what your show was like back in those days? Boring, doing that. Weird. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's that's the way it was. Uh, let's do this. We're on a heater, and I got to get the information out to the peoples so that we can continue the uh, the successful run. I'm excited about it. Did you hit your fairways bet? Yes, on Louis Oosthuizen we did. Uh, that was an e. That was a rocking chair victory for us. He only hit three fairways on the front nine, and he missed the first two on the back. We're like, it's over. It's over. We've won. We've already got it. And he's scoring. That's the point. You can still score. He's in second place. So you can still score from the intermediate rough, and the ball just trickles off the fairway at this course because it dries out, and you're in the desert. What are you going to do? And it just it rolls. Um, so there are a lot of fairways missed. This was stealing candy from a baby, Tom. I'm telling you now. You gotta get. You gotta Please don't get tell it. me there's an on-air story of that. No. Okay. So you, you do have a line. No, there. I do have a line. Uh, North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today at NorthFloridaPayroll.com. Hey, Big Daddy, having some red rushes tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy, an empty net. He scores. Hot damn. Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. All right, right off the bat, I'm going to give you Arizona and Washington State. We're playing the over 142 and a half. Get it at minus 120, but I this is I like this. I've got a good read on Arizona this year, so we're going to do that. I will also give out, just because I think this feels like an avalanche game, Stanford upset mildly Oregon earlier when they played in the Pac-12, but since that time, Oregon has been the better basketball team. In fact, they are 8-3 and three in the Pac-12, and they're given 8.5 tonight at the Knight Center against Stanford, who is kind of up and down, Jekyll and Hyde. I'll take Oregon and lay the 8.5 tonight. There are your two from the college sports book, also my personal card. And I said earlier, Tom, I don't know, maybe you judge me, maybe you don't. I may have a play on University of Illinois Chicago versus Cleveland State in the That's, under. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I might. You're playing Coach Gates tonight? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm playing the under in the game that he is coaching in. Wow. I'm also taking a good long look at Florida Atlantic and Western Kentucky's under. Yeah. Okay. Taking a long look at it. Long, crunching those numbers. Long look at it. Yeah. Long look at it. My system says take a look at it. So I got the Edmonton pick wrong the other night. You did. And somebody commented while you missed the beginning part of the show. Uh, they, they weighed in that they had played my two picks. They were really pleased. But they played the parlay and you used yours. And they oh. were a little disappointed. And I, I wanted to say, he didn't tell you to play the parlay. No. You didn't have to no, play the I parlay. No, I did not. I gave you options. Yeah. And, and neither one worked in this particular case. What's interesting about the Edmonton They fired example, their coach. Yeah. So they were playing well before the All-Star break. Maybe the guys that went decided when they were in Vegas, you know what, screw this guy. Let's <laughs> let's just tank. I cracked up laughing because when you – so I saw the news. I knew they didn't – I knew the bet didn't hit. But you've been really good on hockey, so whatever it happens. I'm still – got to be around 70%. Yeah, you're legit. doing well. You're doing well. So, But then I saw the news. They fired their coach. I was like, boy, I don't think Tom knew that was coming. No. Uh, <laughs> that is a tank job on purpose. Yeah. That That's discord. You see who the new coach of the Montreal Canadiens is? Mm-mm. Marty St. Louis. Is it really? Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Named him as an interim coach. How about that? So there's a recommendation tonight. Uh, you, could, you could, with trepidation, either, either take this suggestion or not. The uh, news around Boston, the Bruins, is bad. 
There's a lot of bad stuff going on for them. Well, bad as in what? Marchand's going to get suspended again for being a doofus. Uh, Bergeron, their other great forward, good two-way mm-hmm. forward, is mm-hmm. hurt. And there's uh, talk that Tuka Rask, I don't know if he's done it already, it, he, he just came back, is going to retire. So it's a mess. In about 72 hours, they went from, I mean, they were trending like crazy to there's a lot of noise in the system. No noise in the system, buddy. There is no noise in the Carolina system. Carolina's a good hockey club, so I play Carolina tonight. Heads up, straight up, play them on the money line over Boston. Football, football, football on tomorrow's Jeff Cameron Show, Libations Friday edition, my anniversary edition. Never really incorporated that into the show, but it is my anniversary tomorrow. 16? 15? 16 years 16. we will have been married tomorrow, and we've been together for 19 years. So all of those years uh, have been while I hosted the Jeff Cameron Show, and many people got to hear about the pending marriage and then later on children. And um, that's been a fun thing to share with the audience over the years. Like, not only have I finally met somebody, I'm in love, we're going to get married. Oh, by the way, we're pregnant. Hey, we're having a boy. We're doing it again. Got another boy. How about that? Woohoo! Did the early JCS days include uh, gossip about, <laughs> you know, potential candidates to become Mrs. Cameron? No, no, I kept, I kept, that is like the one line that I've always kept. Uh, you don't hear me bring up my wife much. It, it's usually very surface level stuff or I'm making fun of myself or a situation in our household. I've kept that part of my life pretty private. Everything else is fair game. I tell you when I do dumb things, do good things and everything in between. When I make mistakes, I tell you things I'm good at, things I'm really bad at, like I can't fix anything. Uh, probably, I would screw up painting. I'm not good. I'm not good. Don't, I, I have no useful skills around the house. I'll mow the lawn with the best of them. I'm not afraid of hard work. I just can't fix stuff. Got another guy for you in case you need another guy. You got more guys. I I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but the Rolodex is expanding. Guys. Yeah, just did a custom plywood uh, setup for my tuner and my record player. Nice. Nice. It's, it's it's on when the wall. I get my Morants that I'm still shopping for. Yep, this is. By the way, my Morants, I can't find a good or in good condition Morants for less than two grand. I mean, I inflation, I'm gonna, baby. I'm gonna pull the trigger at some point, but I keep thinking I can do better than two thousand dollars for the Morants. Because here's the problem: the Morants just opens the door to a lot more in the way of expenses. Right. So if I buy the Morants receiver and it's gonna kick ass. Then I got to do what you just did, where I got to get it custom made, right? I got to have the whole thing. Then I got to turn around. I'm obviously going to have to buy really nice speakers to go with. I'm going to have to buy all the other stuff that goes with your stereo equipment. Just don't try and sneak in a Morant sponsorship for the golf tournament, you know, and into the binder. You my know? So friend, here's the my we friends offer. at Morant's. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. It? Jeff, what is this Morant sponsorship? That well, has nothing to do with the golf tournament, but it. it is a sponsorship. <laughs> Don't worry like about it. Just let me read their lines here, and we'll move it along. Yeah, but tomorrow we'll look at Joe Burrow rushing yards, eleven and a half, and Jefferson over thirty-three and a half receiving yards. Matthew Stafford over under interceptions is at zero point five. I'm going to go over. Uh, Cam Akers under sixty-five and a half yards rushing. Got a lot of props. That's under all day. No disrespect to Cam. It's just I don't think that's the way the game is going to be played. Matthew Stafford over under five and a half rushing yards. Joe Mixon receptions. Stafford five and a half. I played Burrow on the over in the AFC Championship game. I think I got to do that again. Mm -hmm. That was an easy over. So, uh, fun stuff. Fun stuff. We'll have a ton of these. And Lee Sterling will join us, so it's going to be good. Good work out of you, sir. Good work, Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great day, and we'll talk tomorrow.